You're about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. The thought that a child might not be safe in their own room is alarming. But if there's a baby monitor in the room, especially one that connects to Wi-Fi, the reality is that it can be hacked. To gain access to a radio monitor, a hacker would only need to be in physical reach of the signal and know which frequency to communicate on. Wi-Fi monitors, on the other hand, connect to your home network, which is itself probably connected to the internet. This opens the door to anyone anywhere in the world to infiltrate your device. Just to illustrate how terrifying this would be, a Minnesota mother was sleeping when she suddenly woke to the sound of eerie music playing in her child's room. She told a local newspaper, We were sleeping in bed and basically heard some music coming from the nursery, but Then when we went into the room, the music turned off. They tracked the IP address that had accessed their camera and discovered a website with thousands and thousands of pictures of cameras just like their own. Anyone could use the site to access hacked cameras and monitors located in at least 15 different countries. Knowing that a complete stranger could be watching your baby from a distance is unsettling enough. But what happens when a baby monitor captures strange sounds and images coming from inside the nursery? And what happens when that footage is otherworldly? According to news publication The Sun... First-time mom Charlie Davies was shocked when she saw a pair of ghostly hands appear next to her son's head on the baby monitor. Terrified that her four-month-old Isaac was being kidnapped from his crib, she rushed into the room to check on him, but found him alone. Charlie was dumbfounded and called her sister Kylie, who reached out to a psychic. The psychic told the girls that the ghoul-like hands belonged to Isaac's grandparents, who had both died long before he was born and were trying to comfort the infant as he recovered from a chest infection. Kylie told the paper the medium didn't know about Isaac's recent illness, so when she said the hands had been protecting him, I was so relieved. It was lovely to know they were looking after him when he was sick. There's no doubt baby monitors have captured some unusual things. But could spirits be communicating with us through these electronics? Do these devices attract both human hackers and ghostly hauntings? Stay with us as we explore some of the creepiest things captured on baby monitors. I'm Jaden McKell, and you're listening to Straight Up Enigmas.
baby monitors are supposed to be your eyes and ears when you're not in the same room as your child. But cyber spies could also use them to look into your life. According to CBS News, a couple in New York didn't understand why their three-year-old was telling them he was afraid of the man in his monitor. Until one spring night, they heard the voice for themselves. Wake up, little boy. Daddy's looking for you, the voice told the boy. As they walked into their child's room, the man in the monitor said, Look, someone's coming. The mother burst into tears because she finally realized what her son had been trying to tell them. The hacker was even able to remotely control the camera. In April 2014, Heather Schreck was asleep around midnight when an unfamiliar voice startled her. All of a sudden, I heard what sounded like a man's voice, but I was asleep, so I wasn't sure, Heather told Fox 19 in Cincinnati. Disoriented and confused, Heather picked up her cell phone to check the camera in her 10-month-old daughter Emma's room. The camera was moving, but she wasn't moving it. About the time I saw it moving, I also heard a voice start screaming at my daughter. He was screaming, wake up, baby, wake up, baby. That's when Heather's husband, Adam, ran into Emma's room. Adam said the camera then turned from his petrified daughter to point directly at him. Then it screamed at me, Adam said. Some bad things, some obscenities, so I unplugged the camera. Mark Gilbert was frightened in August 2013 when he heard a man calling his two-year-old daughter awful things through the monitor in her room. Even more disturbing, the man called Allison by her name, according to a report from ABC News. It was printed on her Houston bedroom wall. The man could read it because he'd also taken control of the monitor's camera. The hacker then began swearing at Gilbert and his wife when the couple entered the room. Allison was born deaf, so she has cochlear implants, Gilbert said. Thankfully, we had them off and she didn't hear any of it and she slept right through it. Many baby monitors can connect with the internet and come with a smartphone app so you can watch your baby from anywhere. Tech experts say that easy access also makes it easier for hackers to attack. If somebody else has your login information, they can go to that same app and log into your webcam. It's not just that they want to get in and mess with your camera. More sophisticated hackers know they can use this as a springboard to get into your network and potentially steal your identity or use your network to launch attacks against someone else. The best way to protect your privacy, experts suggest, is by changing the default password that comes with the monitor to something unique and hard to guess. In the opinion of your humble host, 
I think what makes baby monitors so scary is that they're supposed to help you feel less anxious. Their one job is to help you detect when a baby cries or fusses in their crib, so you know whether it's time for a feeding or a new diaper. I don't have any children myself, but I imagine that, as a parent, there's nothing worse than looking at a screen into your helpless baby's room and seeing or hearing something that's not supposed to be there. Something with no earthly explanation. There's one scene in particular that comes to mind when I think of baby monitors and the supernatural. In the 2010 horror film Insidious, worried mother Renee sits at a piano in her house, feeling upset over her son's mysterious coma condition. She plays a song on the piano and hangs her head in despair. That's when the baby monitor next to her crackles with static noise. It's playing sound from an upstairs bedroom where the couple's infant daughter is napping. With the monitor in her hand, Renee walks to the bottom of the stairs and looks up the stairwell. She listens as the noise coming from the monitor turns into actual voices. It sounds like two voices arguing with each other. It starts as low whispering, but then an angry voice growls, I want it, I want it now. Renee drops the monitor and races upstairs. She bursts into her baby's room and sees her baby standing up in her crib crying hysterically as if something has frightened her. Other than that, the room appears empty. But is it really? This scene has stuck with me for years, but while it's horrifying, I know it's just a movie. Now, let's explore a few real-life stories from Ranker involving baby monitors. My uncle has a handful of stories, but I'll tell one of the better ones. One night over the baby monitor, they heard whispering and what sounded like my cousin's voice. Strangely though, they heard another voice that sounded like my grandma's. She passed a year before this. They go into her room and ask her who she was talking to. And she says, I was talking to grandma. She helped me find my doll. The doll was on the floor, but when they checked on her, it was in her crib. My family used to have a baby monitor set up at the top of our stairs. One night I'm home alone as my parents are at my brother's hockey game, and I'm downstairs on the computer playing Roller Coaster Tycoon. On this particular night, I heard a bang. Nothing that was too startling, kind of sounded like a cupboard door shutting. I paused my game and stared at the monitor. I then heard my front door unlock. The door didn't open, I just heard it simply unlock. My heart dropped. It was eerily quiet. About 10 seconds after the door unlocked, I heard a massive loud bang 
like someone stomping on the hardwood upstairs, and the baby monitor went to loud static. I immediately started crying and hid under the computer desk for an hour before my parents came home. When my parents got home, they asked me if I had let anyone in because the door was unlocked. There was nothing taken, the baby monitor was still plugged in, and there were no signs of anyone else being in the house. To this day, thinking about that night gives me chills. One night, I'm sitting in bed, scrolling through Reddit or something, and I start hearing my daughter babbling to herself on her baby monitor. Now, it's really late, like 1 or 2 in the morning, so I turn the picture on the monitor on and see her standing up in her crib, facing sort of diagonally away from the camera. I can see her hands in front of her, but only like half of her face. I can see her signing things like nice and silly and fun, and oddly enough, no, don't like, and bear. Of course, being the good and loving mother I am, and really not wanting to deal with an overly sleepy baby in the morning, I get up to see what the heck she's doing. When I get to her room, she's still standing up and signing slash babbling towards the far corner of her room. I ask her what she's doing and who she's talking to, and she signs slash says, as best as she can, friend, which she does with her whole hands and not just her index fingers, and signs bear again. I tell her that no, see bear, who is actually one of her stuffed toys, is in bed behind her, not in the corner of the room, but she just giggles at me and signs slash says silly and mommy. I finally get fed up and ask her who friend Bear is, and her response literally gave me chills, because she doesn't speak well yet, but she managed to say very clearly and with the most serious face a 20-month-old can pull off, no name, no name, shh. Well, now I am well and truly freaked out, so I tell her to ask no name friend bear to go home because it is too late to play and I did what any good loving mother would do. I gave her a pacifier, went back to my room, turned off the monitor entirely, and hid under the covers in my room where my good and loving husband would protect me from nameless, invisible bears. We'll be back right after this. Legendary Africa is a podcast where a disembodied voice speaks, shouts, swears, and whispers myths, legends, and lore from Africa straight into your ear canal. Join me, my two dogs, and our companion moth named Squirt on an adventure through the African continent. We find out about dragons, witches, fairies, magicians, demigods, boy heroes, dragon-slaying princesses, ogres, ghosts, Egyptian treasure, and so much more. Originally a two-sister-led production, Legendary Africa is an indie podcast now led solely by the Shirapatha after her sister passed away. A proud member of Straight Up Strange Productions, Legendary Africa brings you myths, mysteries, and magical stories from the magnificent continent of Africa. 
Available on all popular podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Costbox. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at LegendaryPod1 and LegendaryPod. Stay safe, stay sexy, and stay legendary. Thank you to Best Fiends for sponsoring this episode. I found that the perfect break from my true crime research is the mobile puzzle game Best Fiends. The game is full of fun, challenging puzzles, and you know how I love solving puzzles. But it's a casual game, so it doesn't stress me out, which is perfect these days. I love that every time I open the game, there's always something new going on whether it's a new challenge, fun monthly event, or just new levels. I just got to level 720 in the land of Wayward Waters. I love going through all these puzzle levels. I found that it really relaxes me. If you're tired of the same old puzzle game, this is the game for you. The makers of Best Fiends have created a whole world right on my phone. It's got fun music, and it's bright and colorful with great graphics. There's a story behind each of these cute characters. I just unlocked Wilbur the Dock Beetle, and I love that along with his similarly obsessed brother, Orville, he'll stop at nothing to push the bounds of flight. And his plus-shaped bomb helps me blow up nine blocks in a plus shape. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on this game. With over 100 million downloads, this 5-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. In the Daily Mail article, When Baby Monitors Go Bump in the Night, author Imer O'Hagan relates the strange paranormal activity that was picked up by her baby monitor. Imer describes that one Friday night in the fall, she gives her two young sons a bath, gets them in their superhero pajamas, and tucks them into bed in their respective bedrooms. Collapsing on the sofa to watch some TV, she glances at the baby monitor to see a familiar but still somewhat unnerving sight in her youngest son's bedroom. Three small green specks of light flickering on the screen as they dance like fireflies above her snoring toddler's crib. She writes, I can guarantee if I crept up the stairs and opened the door, there would be no sign of them. They are only visible on the monitor screen and only ever appear when the camera is in my son's bedroom. Nowhere else in our home or at the hotels and friends' and relatives' houses where we've used it. I first noticed them over a year ago when we moved my youngest son from a crib in our bedroom to his own room in our three-bed 19th century home in Scotland. They don't appear every night, but we still see them several times a month. Imer says that at first, she believed her husband's insistence 
that it was electrical interference or a fault with the monitor. But that didn't explain why they only saw the orbs at home. She knew how weird it would sound to her friends, so she mostly kept the whole thing to herself. That was when she saw something on social media that made chills run down her spine. Imer writes, A friend of a friend had posted about an app that links to her baby monitor and sends notifications to her phone when there is movement or sound in her baby's room, and how she gets these when the house is empty. She also wrote that she has seen a figure in her child's room on her monitor. Another mother commented that she didn't invest in a baby monitor because of so many unsettling tales she'd heard about them picking up paranormal activity. A quick scan of some popular online parenting forums reveals lengthy discussion threads about these. Part of me scoffed. What nonsense. But the orbs. What if my monitor was also attracting spiritual visitors? Is this a thing? I wondered, goosebumps creeping up my arms. Fully expecting to be laughed off social media, I posted a request for other parents with spooky baby monitor experiences to share their stories. To my great surprise, I was inundated. A colleague recounted hearing a recording of a friend's baby monitor where the name Steve was whispered over and over. The family in question didn't know a Steve. Then another recording of their child saying, Someone's at the window. They want to get in. So unsettled were the parents, they called in a medium who believes the child has psychic abilities and are now selling their house, too spooked to stay. One woman named Sarah also contacted me with her own story. At pains to insist she was a sane, rational person, she told me about her six-year-old son's bedroom in their barn conversion, which by day is an ordinary little boy's room filled with Legos and storybooks. But by night, it seems to be a hive of activity. This used to be my husband's grandmother's home, my son's great-granny. His bedroom was her kitchen, where she spent much of her time before she passed away, and the building was converted, said Sarah. Although he's six, we still use a baby monitor because his room is a little away from ours, in case he needs me in the night. Since he began sleeping in there five years ago, we have regularly seen two light sources on the monitor. One is a round ball, the other more ribbon-shaped, that travel around the room at varying speeds. Sarah and her husband tried to find a rational explanation for the orbs, but failed. Then Sarah says, One night after a glass of wine, I asked my husband if he thought it was possible that his grandmother was still present in the house. He was skeptical, but we decided to test the theory. Standing in the hall outside the room and watching the monitor, 
He asked, Granny, is that you? If it is, can you show your presence? Immediately, the round ball of light flashed across the room. Then I asked, are you just checking on him? And as the light hovered on the end of the bed, we saw an indent on the duvet as if someone was sitting there. I know it sounds crazy, but I do now believe she has a presence in that room. Maybe because it was her haven when she was alive. I don't feel frightened by it. In fact, it's nice to think she's watching over her great-grandson. Another mother, Haley, got in touch to tell me about her video monitor, which picked up three balls of white light hovering in the open doorway of her son's room one evening. I froze and tried to tell myself it was just a reflection of something. Then the balls rose in the air, moved into the room, and circled over my sons, then aged three and one, before whooshing towards the curtains and vanishing, says Haley. It was over in less than 15 seconds. I bolted up the stairs to find the boys sleeping soundly, but the room had a very calm, settled feeling. I felt very shaken and upset. I never saw anything on the monitor again, but after that, my youngest went through a phase of telling me there was a man in his room. He would wave at the ceiling and say he was waving goodbye to him. According to psychic Amanda Took, infants and monitors are the perfect storm when it comes to rousing the paranormal. Babies and children up to the age of about seven are very receptive to seeing and hearing spirits and angels. They're too young to have been conditioned into not believing in such things. They simply accept. As we get older, we're told these things don't exist, so we close off to them, even though they are all around us, says Amanda. She believes that spirits use electrical devices to communicate, so it's not uncommon for parents to see and hear things on monitors that they can't explain. It's a golden opportunity for spirits to make themselves known. They don't want to scare us with a full-blown apparition, so they use the monitor to present as a light or a sound. Imer writes that she asked Amanda about the green lights in her son's room. According to Amanda, orbs, which can be different colors, are often angels. These are different to spirits. Spirits are loved ones who have passed over, but we all have an angel assigned to us. On the other hand, consultant psychologist Dr. Elena Taroni of the Chelsea Psychology Clinic says all of the events experienced by these mothers are rooted in normal parental emotions, not the paranormal. It's very natural for parents, especially those of young babies and toddlers, to have an intensified sense of anxiety and alertness, triggered by physiological factors and things such as sleep deprivation, plus the stress and new responsibilities that come with parenthood. 
it's a time of great change in every sense, and that can have a knock-on physiological impact, says Dr. Taroni. Parents pay more attention to what is around them because of that heightened concern, noticing things they may have previously missed and may read these sights and sounds as suspicious or even dangerous because of their anxiety. Dr. Taroni also explains that believing a deceased relative is present is more likely to be rooted in grief than the paranormal. The arrival of a child can trigger feelings of loss and a deep-rooted desire for that absent person to be there. So a person can project that desire and believe something they see or hear is a sign of their presence. It's totally understandable, and if it gives someone comfort, there's no harm in it. Back in episode 50, we talked about the creepiest things Alexa has said, and we discussed the idea of using devices to communicate with the dead. Throughout the history of spirit communication, people have used a lot of tools and methods like automatic writing and Ouija boards to contact those who have passed on. Today, paranormal investigators have used radios and recording devices like ghost boxes to capture electronic voice phenomena. If spirits use electrical devices to communicate with us, can we add baby monitors to that list of communication devices? Do they create, as psychic Amanda Took said, a golden opportunity for spirits to make themselves known? Are baby monitors a dangerous gateway inviting both human and ghostly hackers into our homes? What do you think? Find us on Instagram at Straight Up Enigmas or Twitter at Straight Enigmas and let us know. If you like the show, please remember to hop onto Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to give us a five-star rating. It really helps the podcast. This episode was written and produced by me, Jaden McKell. It was edited by Austin Blackwell. The theme song, Straight Up Enigmas, was created by Chuck Flyer. We used so many great articles for our research and narration. You can find links to all the articles we utilized in the show notes. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you on the next episode of Straight Up Enigmas. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com.